Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 19th of October. It's just after half nine. I'm up on the top floor of the RF Towers and I'm joined with Enda Mac. Enda, how are you? I'm on the bottom floor after the weekend, Ref. You're in the basement. You're in the basement. <laughs> You're down with the IT crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Undesirables. Um, yeah, I suppose this a lot has happened. Uh, headline stuff, Enda. You were the talk of the county. As as a club, he stood up, he stood your ground, you didn't budge, and um, he, I don't know what happened then. Did you have to concede the game? Yeah, we fought the law and the law won. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I have to tip my hat to you for uh, for making a stance. I must say it's very uh, very impressive. Um, you stood it to them, so uh, you know, unfortunate. I I think I I've yet to meet someone that hasn't agreed with you. Um. Or uh, with Gareed or Kilmo Vif the stance, so fair play to you on that on that count. Um, them people are out there, ref. They're called the members ah. of the CCC. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a bit of a mess now, in fairness, but there's always some sort of controversies in their male football. Yeah. Um, what next? Tormacady now is it in the Junior B? Yeah, if we can get a team together like to knock the stuffing out of the club. Yeah. I put up a tweet, the members of the CCC should hang their heads in shame, and they really should. Yeah. The, the club, they've, they've divided the club, they've stopped that club from playing football. For what? That's the question I ask. I still haven't got a home game. They didn't fix a home game for them this weekend. I, I, ne- I never was at such a low point with footballers at the moment. What was done in the Kilmavie club is unforgivable. And really, Conmine and his chairman of the CCC should resign in shame. Because he was the one that perpetrated it, along with his colleagues. And then to fight the appeal on a the technicality, they wouldn't even let it go on the rule in the med. They went for a technicality. It's disgusting, it's despicable, and it's the lowest of the low from men that are meant and women that are meant to be uh, purporting to promote the game in the county. I was down in Kilmavie tonight with 10 lads training in the dark, no lights, for a junior B match when they should be should have been playing the junior A match, and they still should be playing the junior A match this weekend instead of a makey up playoff. Between yeah. Ackill and Kilcommon. Now that's well, all I have. I have to say on it, Ref. But yeah. then people should be ashamed, and they should come down to Kilmavie Friday night at half six and explain to the lads why they perpetrated that crime on them fifteen or twenty lads in Kilmavie, because that's what they perpetrated—a crime. Yeah. Um. Now on to yeah, something yeah, more yeah, cheerful. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously uh, emotions and stuff are still running high with the whole thing. I'll never forgive the members of that CCC for what they've done. Yeah. On mine and running for chairman, he shouldn't be let run for anything. I don't think he's going to get chairman after that. I think a lot of junior clubs out there will see that and um, he shot himself in the foot, I think. Um, and as for the article in the Mayo News today, and beyond contempt. Um, Act would have been open to the suggestion of a neutral venue, is the heading. Yeah. 
if I if, if I was told not to shoot someone last week, I mightn't have shot them. Is that what they're saying? I don't know. Um, it's it's a mess. Yeah. It really is. No, I don't mayor, want, I, people I don't want to talk hear about football. They don't want to talk about or listen to me ranting on about junior junior football. But no, the junior football get as much of a segment on this show as the senior, as long as I'm in charge. Well, you're in charge. No one vote me out of my position anyway. I tell you that I don't have to join a makey uppy club to be somebody. Um. I suppose this is made up as well. Um, yeah, look at it. It's, it's, um, it's an awful lot of people talking about it this week in, in Mayo and a lot of people uh, asking questions and sending messages and so on and about the whole situation. And, I, and it was a good point you raised today. I never thought about it. You could actually still play the neutral game. Um, you could play each other and you wouldn't have to have the playoff. You know, so it would actually make and sense. And I'd call upon the outgoing chairman to act and to put the CCC in line before the weekend, but yeah. it won't happen. No, no, you are served your served your dinner now, and that's it. Yeah. Um, what about James Horn? We'll move on to James oh, Horn, maybe. No, with. <laughs> so we have another issue now in the in the junior championship, um, with the staggered quarterfinals. So there's two quarterfinals on one weekend, and another two on the week after. That's due to the playoff, so it'll be Kilmina and Isle Lady can play this weekend. Kilmina are playing Kalala and Isle Lady are playing Ballycastle. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are on to me today as well about how it's unfair that two teams have will have two weeks recovery and have a chance to watch the opposition as well. And is that um is that an argument? I think it's not, it's not the rule book anyway. You can't. No, it's, it's you, you, not the rule book. You have to, like, and there's teams that have been fixed to play on Saturday and midday that have lads working. I don't know that yeah. the people in the county board realise that, but actually people do work on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, they can't do anything about that at the moment because they haven't got the referees to accommodate every match. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, look, I, I, I know clubs like Shrewd and Corrib probably... Uh, that are waiting for uh, the runners up from the. To be true, and Arda as well, yeah. They're waiting for the runners up and the winners of the Group 2 playoff, not the quarter final playoff as the name that was put on it. But um, I, I have a bit of sympathy for them. Like, Yeah. You see, uh, it, it, you, wouldn't happen senior, it wouldn't happen with senior teams. But then again, I, you I wouldn't see. be surprised that it happened. Like it happened a couple of years ago. Did Ackle object to Knockmore B in the Junior Championship, and the Junior Championship was held up over it? I can't recall that now. Yeah, two years ago, I think they did something over a black card issue. I don't know what rule. Oh, that's did. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, what rule they're objecting to that time. But, but you're looking. You don't need the rules. You don't need. The, you don't need the rules to get a, an objection turned over or squash. So. No, but yeah. and and I think the championship was held up that time as well, and teams played at staggered times. So there's precedent, although precedent yeah. doesn't seem it, to matter. Either. It doesn't seem to be an issue in any other sports, does it? These rule books and these suspensions and these terms. It's 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 crazy that the GA and and I I'm sure there's drama in every county at this stage. 
of the year when it comes to club championship with, with legal proceedings and uh, hearings and suspensions trying to be overturned and it's I, I never heard about any other, other sports yeah, but it's because people care and it's local sport and people <laughs> care about lo- yeah. local issues yeah I think Westbrook United back in the day had an appeal in at one stage for an illegal player being played or something when they won the FAI Junior Cup in 2003 oh there's some there was yeah, some I think Shamrock Rovers are threatening not to play in some youth competition at the moment I got a, a text message about it that uh, we had started a trend <laughs> Shamrock Road, has that to do with the ticket affair, how Bohemians aren't giving them any away tickets? No, I think it's some youth competition. It's a UEFA thing they're taking on from what I remember. Someone sent me a message about it during the week. Okay. I don't think we're trendsetters in any in any degree like that. But I, I can, it is an interesting point that people have been making about how there is. The GA seems to be always some sort of drama. The rule book must be very poorly written. Because there's always, there's always, or, or maybe the people implementing the rules aren't implementing them correctly, which is well, another it's, possibility. It, it's amateur. That's the problem, isn't it? It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's ran by volunteers. It's going to be issues like that. You know, you're going to have problems with that, and then there's the issue, issue of politics, and you're involved in clubs, and you know yourself, and you're involved with clubs, and you're involved with teams, and. Politics and football are mixed. It's just that's just the way of life, unfortunately. I have to say, ref, I'm not involved in any Fianna Fáil politics. <laughs> not yet. You could be. I doubt it. You never know. You never know. People have changed, and uh, people have turned to either side and jumped in and jumped out. Um, and it happens, and that's politics and football. A lot can happen in a few days, and it's and I don't think this is any different. Yeah. No. And. Uh... Uh, well, I certainly have my issues with the CCC. When they make fixtures, then clubs are crying that they want to play them in grounds where they fix them. So, again, yeah. it's, I've said it before, all these jobs aren't simple. You can, yeah, well, I think I said it last week. You can see why they put them in Michaela Park. It's just handier. No one, it no, is handier, yeah. Yeah, no one disagrees with, uh, oh, we'll play them in Michaela Park because you're thinking, if I played the quarter final, you know, I could have an extra yeah. game there to get used to it. And, that's probably why they had to do the pitch. There's so much traffic on it in the last few years. And um, I suppose it kind of strengthens the argument for our centre of excellence. Well, I don't know. Does or we can just pay for, pay for bacon every weekend. Pay for, pay for bacon when you need it. I, I wonder how much bacon is for the weekend if you rent it out for all the games. Would it be, like, how many well, years of renting it out would it take for to pay for bacon? <laughs> I say. The amount of games Mayo would want to play in it, you'd never pay for bacon or a centre of excellence. Yeah. The centres of excellence is going to be, I think there was a Con Moynihan's plan in last week's Mayo News. But that's an old plan, isn't it, Chad? I think that was Lee Moffat. Mayo and one in North Mayo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think Lee Moffat had that brainwave before. Yeah. Anna, do you know what? It would be a great idea if we weren't in horrendous debt. It's still to this day I can't I still can't believe somebody signed off on that and said it was a good idea. Absolutely insane. Like how did they get away with that? And of course the clubs were promised at that time that there would be no burden on them. Yeah, uh, which it was. It's a development draw since. Yeah. Um 
It's crazy. It's crazy. Any other big talking points in club well, football? We'll talk about the horn thing in a minute. Well, Let club football. Finish. Club football. Any other talking points? Um, the quick turnaround. Yeah, but again, it's the calendar. It's to get the kind of council want to kind of championship played. So I'm sure. What's the uh, rush? What's why can't they just push it out and let the let the the few club teams that are in, comp, in competition play in February? Is it because intercounty is intercounty? Inter-county if proposal B is passed, to be played cut a championship at the January won't. <laughs> proposal B won't be passing. Or <laughs> I a. don't think so. No. Not a fucking chance. Not when you when there's private votes. Um, no one knows who they're voting for or what they're voting for. Um, the turkeys aren't going to vote for Christmas. The Connacht councils and the Leinster councils and we've seen the I think it was the Ulster. Council secretary was on, and the Leinster council secretary were on off the ball. Now the media, the media are really pushing B. I, they're, they're all aiming, and the players, the GPA are aiming for B. Um, it suit. It's, it's, it's well, obviously it's good for the media. And you're making the money signs at me there, Enda, but it's good. For, obviously, it's good for the media to have more more championship matches and more coverage, and you know they can get more money out of themselves, and that's that's that that's probably the, a large basis. But it does if 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 players want that, especially in the lower counties, then it might be it might be a good thing. And I think people have an idea in their head of the of the championship that once the change is made, they can never be changed again. But sure, surely they could do it for two years and then tweak it a year later. And you know, there's ways around it. Personally, I'd love to just see the leagues being played as um, for Sam Maguire. Just get if you want to win many Sam, leagues, four, one. Leagues, four fucking leagues. If you want to win Sam Maguire, get into Division One and win the league. That's it. Player league nine games and then your quarterfinals or whatever it is. Maybe three division, three divisions, and player play around the games during the summer there, and that's it, and it's finished. Sam Maguire, if you want to win it, get to Division One. If you're good enough to win, so you're Sam- saying only Division One teams can play for Summer Yeah, sorry, that's yeah, what ten, I was trying to ask. Ten yeah. teams, Salton Cup, and then something else. And if you're a lovely form, everyone loves league football, like it's because it's there's games at the weekend, there's good games on on a Saturday, there's good games on a Sunday. The top teams are playing each other. It's not, it's not shite that's on. Like it'll be no disrespect to a lesser team playing but if you're playing with Leach I meant to be like the Nicky record you won't get a mention at least at the moment you might, get a, minute on the, you might get a, sun, a minute on the Sunday game once you go yeah. to, down to Nicky record level you're forgotten well I think well I think if you ask the likes of the Sligo Hurlers what they make with yeah. and the lower team they love that competition because they're competitive and they're, they're right they're not getting the coverage but there's more to uh, playing Gaelic football than you're having your face in the Sunday game for 12 seconds after a 15 point 15 point hammer and John Kerry John Kenny narrating it and showing you getting off the bus to get off the bus yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then out on the pitch talking and then it might show two scores and then a goal and then it's and the Westerners are push on and then it's like four goals for Galway and then a 12 second interview with the manager how it was a good run out for his team and you know they knew it would be tough today and then it'd be Des what's his name Des Cahill some shite on about that team and how you know they had a good run in Division 4 this year and they won three games and they're on the up and it's nonsense I think they'd rather play a a Nicky record style competition and and have their day in Crow Park and 
they the 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 counties will buy into it after a while if there's if there's success. Do you there's think no... the current players should be deciding this? That's a good point. Um, the 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 Leinster secretary was making. He said a lot of these players that could be gone in two years. I think this should. I think this should because then they can change it. If the in five years time, if the players don't like it, they want to go back to the old ways. Then let them. They're the ones. It's very that are... hard to change a GA rule because you have to get the high percentage of votes. That's the problem. Yeah, but if the players get the players have the power ultimately. If they if they are unified over it, a weekend of um. A weekend of striking and the GA have to change the rule book too. I think that's the power has to go to the pay, players because ultimately they're the ones that are making. You reckon the... ref if we strike we'll change the rule book at Gilmavidi? <laughs> well, if a lot, if, if more clubs did, it yeah. would. You know, yeah. it's, it's a serious. It's a, there is no game without the players, you know. But the the vote. I think the vote... you'd be told to be no game without administrators too. Yeah, yeah. Well. It probably wouldn't be, but no. I still, I still think, and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a valid argument what we're having, and mm. it won't pass. I don't think it'll pass. No. We, we'll, we'll have the, will we have the super rates next year? No. No, it'll be back to pre twenty eighteen qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it'll be, and that's, and, and the likes of Mayo, I seen in the paper, Mayo unlike, look unlikely to back proposal B. Why wouldn't they? Because they're falling into all Ireland finals, playing three games, two games. Why would they give? Why would they want to change the the format? If you're Kerry, do you want to change the format? No, not at all. You're getting to the, you're beating Munster teams in Munster front majority of the time. Um, and you're not, if you're if you're a provincial council, you won't want to change it either because you're the you're getting the gates and the big games, the Connor final, the Munster final, whatever else that goes with it. And you've got power. And as you know, Enda, when it comes to GAM politics, nobody wants to give up power out of fight. It's true. And if they do lose the power, they'll try and get it back. And I think we might see a we couple. We might of... see a bit of that <laughs> in the next few weeks. Yeah, we might see a few, a few, um, a few old names returning to the politics of Mayo GA. Um, from 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 all I the talk. I've seen a few old faces around the weekend that I hadn't seen in a year. So interesting times ahead, I expect. In prominent places. Yes. Yeah, I've seen a couple too. I think there's going to be a few, uh, a few lads just dusting off their admin caps and going uh, going back into by the looks of it. Um, I think that's it, Bar. The mighty interview on Midwest. Yeah. Thanks for the shout out, James. We appreciate it. Combine. The combine was something we discussed a few weeks ago. He said he's on Twitter and do you think he follows us? I'm sure he has a quick look. He says, I wonder. Them two lads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's their fucking problem? Um, I have a question, Ref. In any job, uh, really, we've a chairman that said he's gone, so he's a lame duck chairman because he's gone. The new chairman coming in should be conducting this review. He's the one that has to work with James Horn. Oh no, because he's the chairman for the year, and the year makes the decision for the year after. So yeah, he, the that, new that, chairman, he doesn't have chairman, to work with him. The new chairman will be. But he doesn't have to work with him next year. The new chairman does. They need the relationship. But we don't have a. But we're going to have one in two weeks' time. It's too late to be getting in a new chairman then Look, and trying to. I don't to think you can it. train until the first of January, can you? 
I don't know. You can have th- th- them combine things. Yeah, let them yeah off you can have the combine things. But no, what but we're doing, <laughs> tell them they're not trained. But them inter-county teams train anyway. Yeah, I, I just think he has to work with the new chairman. They have to have a relationship. Therefore, the new chairman should be involved in the review. The way the, I'd look at it. The review was done. I know it's done, yeah. But, uh, oh, but you know what happens now? The, the, what was James Ornaby, James Ornaby manager next year is what happens now. Yeah. I don't know. And that's fine. He, he may very well be the best man for the job. Yeah. You might. So what do we know? Very uh, little. Very little. Um, I think that's it. In terms as for the interview itself, what was your thoughts, Riff? Um, do you think, uh, do you think he did, got a copy of the questions beforehand? Um, or did he give the questions to Tommy Marin? <laughs> very well prepared. Well, Tommy Marin was never going to ask him any difficult questions. Yeah. He, 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 he broached it, went near it, and yeah. no. Entertained the idea of asking a couple of different, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't Tommy Marin's place to interview. James is going on to give his side of the stories. Yeah. It just sounded like to me that he had got a copy of the questions and all his answers prepared, which is fine. A lot of people when they do interviews now, they insist on having the questions beforehand so they're not caught out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I didn't take anything from it. Yeah. I didn't take any value bar that they'd done the review. Um, they're going to have a couple of challenge games. Have a combine weekend. Weekend. So. And James is on Twitter. They're the main. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously has one of these um. Egg faces. Yeah, and it's a load of letters or something. But I'll. Will you figure it out, Jeff? You're a good man for that sort of stuff. I thought I I thought I came across him one 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 day, but I, I, <laughs> it's hard no. Yeah. It's some crack for you with always, you know, it was like a fake account and messaging all messaging us all the time. We didn't know it was in. I don't Super. think that happened. Riff. No. No. We might we might move on. We're twenty minutes in or half an hour in, and we'll talk about the uh, we start with the senior riff. We'll talk about your weekend first. Oh, Jesus, seven games. What were they? Started Friday night and uh, I went to Ahamore. There was Bad on Castle Bar, Saturday, two o'clock in Kilchamaw Park and Swinford. Went from there to Brafey for Knockmore and Charlestown. Went home in a bite to eat and went to the Centre of Excellence. One of the worst nights I've ever been out. For Brafey against Gary Moore. Got a seat in the stand. I had the legend Bertie McHugh with me, and Bertie likes to go in good times, so we were. I love that. Yeah, we were there. I love going to a game of people that like to go early. Yeah, I think we were there before some of the team. But I don't be shy. (laughs) That to me now, like, I I, I will not go to games with people because they like to land up two minutes for the match. I like to watch the warm up, I like to see who comes out first, who's tagged. Yeah, all else, so. I like watching the warm up myself. Then Sunday, first out and was in Ballandine. I seen your good self there, <laughs> and then uh, went from Ballandine to Gary Moore. I only got 
five minutes in the first half and all the second half in Gary Moore and I went from home and had a bit deep and went to Hollymount for Ballantubber against Claire Morris and it's rare we're, we're at the same match together yeah well out of the seven was it only one we were yeah, yeah. Well, it was one that was a two last weekend or one yeah well, yeah but Five. you're taking in matches uh, different matches so run through your schedule there ref uh, Friday evening I watched Bala and Casabar on TV I couldn't get over in time to Ahamore and then Saturday at Westport and Bal and I was stewarding at that in Tormacade <laughs> so I had to wait around for a while afterwards with cars and slobbering um, and then I went on the beer so I couldn't go to Bala or Brafey and thing, but I knew you were going to it, so I knew it's as good as watching it if you're going to the game. I'd myself convinced. Um, and then Sunday morning, I met you in Ballandine at two. Then I went to Castlebar for Neil against Kiltane, and then I went to Charlestown at four for Davids and Ballina. So we got a good spread of games and well covered now yeah. between the two of us this weekend. We'll be able to talk about nearly every senior match, so yeah. So we'll start too. maybe with Group One. Uh, the senior it finished up Ballantubber top with six points Ballinaz second with four Clamoris third with two and Davids had no win zero points so Davids are obviously in the relegation Ballantubber and Ballinaz qualify I suppose before the group started that's what we would have expected Uh, in that order yeah yeah. yeah, when we would have talked about it before the championship. Potentially. Davids yeah, probably were a little unlucky not to get something out of the Clamoris match, but that was what we would have expected beforehand. Yeah. Um, I seen Davids and Ballina. I was impressed with Davids. Impressed with Davids. They're leading for into the second half. Five uh, points to four at half time. Five four. Played the game well. Played it the right way. Um, the only way they could have played it, you know. Ballina brought on subs and the don't ha- I just they don't bat or Davis don't have the didn't have the fitness. It looked to me that they tired. Um, but that's gonna happen when the Ballina are bringing in quality. In the middle I North, actually thought the same against Clamoris. The Davis tired, yeah. Uh, and I it, run through the just, scores if you want, yeah. Ref. Yeah. Luke Doherty got the goal. Uh, that was six minutes from time, and that k- really killed the game off completely. Evan Regan, three points, two frees. Kieran Tracy, three points. David Ty, Kieran Sweeney, Dylan Thornton, Conor McStay chipped in with a pint apiece for Davids. Ronan Mack hit two frees. Josh Ronan got two points, one free. Evan Ronan got a point, and John O'Clark got a point. John O'Clark uh, got a cracking point. Okay. <laughs> Um, David Clark was missing on the night, as was Frank Irwin. They'll need them back if they have any chance against. Was Gary um, Holmes? Gary Holmes done all right. Yeah, um, he's not a bad keeper, Gary Holmes. No, he's not, not, no. and he's a different style of kick out. Yeah, the, it doesn't hang. hang. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Both young would... teams, I'd have said. Now, I know Ronan Mack and uh, Boyle were playing for Davids, but in general, they're a young team. Yeah, they were. They were. There was some, a lot of good players there on show now. Um, but yeah, Ballina just had more, more more, more, of a squad, and that was the biggest difference for me. Um, 
Porak O'Horan run in. Um, was a good battle. I thought he'd done well on O'Horan, fairness to him. Um, Rona Mack was kicking the usual. Boyle uh, played sweeper. Um, a lot of teams and a lot of coaches implement sweepers in games. And they put fellas back there and they don't know what they're doing. And they stand there and they still get sucked out by one defender or one attacker. So if anyone wanted to see how you play as a sweeper, they should have went to Charleston on Sunday and watched Cullen Boyle in action. He was excellent. He read the game so well. He was in the right positions at the right time. He didn't commit when he didn't need to. He didn't get sucked out a position. Um, I thought he had a massive performance. A massive performance. Who was your man of the match, Riff? Oh, I think... Did David Ty get it? That mass computer one. <laughs> Who was my man of the match? I don't know. I, no one really stood out to me for me. No one really... I just seen Kieran Tracy got three points from play. Tracy was busy, yeah. Tracy was busy. He was go- he, he was obvious. And he, you know what? Bal- I think Balanan need him. Yeah. Uh, that Balanan, them forwards, does not mind them that he'll get four points for you. Four or five points. They'll need goals if they are to trouble Westport. I know we'll talk about in the, in the brief, yeah. but they they're not a, they're not a, they're not a, a a scoring unit. You know, you have Regan, but sure, if you close Regan down on, on the left foot. What have they left then? It's Kevin McStay you're looking for points. Um, Connor, I know they've Connor even. Yeah, or Connor Kevin McStay. Fuck's sake, sorry. Yeah, Donald Dylan Thornton got a point. Um, McStay got the point. Newell went off injured and looked bad, so that's a loss. And I think Key Chai played deep, so he was he was filling up the sixth channel. They fouled an awful lot the forwards. Um, I thought the referee didn't pick up on it, but I suppose it's hard when it's other people. But it was systematic. They would not let Davids build. It was it was stop the man straight away, foul, 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 and and wouldn't let Davids build up a bit of momentum, um, which was cute by them. And they kept dropping people into the sixth channel. So they obviously learned it from the Balatubber game to stop people walking through by blocking up the sixth channel and uh, the systematic fouling. But um, yeah, they went down. They went down a bit now. Balanan, the power rankings, I think. Um, I just don't think they have the forwards. I don't think that, I don't know where they're going to get the scores. Basically, and is what I'm trying to it's say. It's going to be a common team, I'd say, when we go through the games. Uh, we move on maybe to Ballantubber and Clamoris in one of my favourite grounds. Someone asked about favourite grounds in the Saucer and Hollymount. I think it's lovely amphitheatre. Mm. Um, Ballantubber impressed me. Yeah. Uh, the third best senior team I have seen this year. I'm talking a little while about the best senior team I've seen, but uh, Westport are the second best senior team I've seen, but Bellantober definitely the third best. Um, no, Who's first? Not more. Not more. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about why in a while. No Killian, no Brian Welsh. I rave about him all the time, but there's one man he's head and shoulders above every club player and has been for 10 years, and that's Jason Gibbons. He gave a tour de force in the middle of the field. Catch and running. He got one ball 15 minutes in, and he took off sprinting through the middle, and James McCormick gave up chasing him. He gave one hand pass, 40-yard hand pass, 
He's just a Colossus. And yeah. Knockmore will have their work done when they stop him. And they will have to stop him. Because he's such a dominating force. And Jermit beside him is a very good footballer, but he, ha- he hasn't got his power, physique. Um, Stephen O'Malley impressed me. Four points in play, scored nine points. Kieran Gavin has great power. He played inside, scored 1-2. Michael Plunkett played at centre-forward and scored 1-1. Alan Plunkett, 1-1. Hugh Gerrity, Noel Gerrity, Jermyn and Keely McDonald a point each. For Clamoris, they scored 16, so Jim Shockness, he scored 8. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Mackin scored a goal. Parra Cummins got two points. James McCormick, Daniel Murphy and Liam Welsh a point each. For Clamaris, Parra Cummins came out of it with a lot of credit. He kept fighting until the end. Uh, James McCormick had a few very good moments, caught some good kickouts. Um, they closed down Connor Diskin. He, he tried to run at them all day, but he was running into four and five men, and eventually he'd have to pass it off. Clamaris, uh, a tough year for them. Uh, I I hear their management team have stepped away. I don't know. Did you hear that, Rev? I did. I did. I heard yeah. that on Saturday evening. Um, but Ballantubber, very, very impressive with the two lads to come back. My one worry for Ballantubber and why I think Knockmore will beat them is I don't think their defence is as strong as Knockmore's. Going forward, they're every bit as good and maybe better, but defensively, I have worries. Do you think... Not more. I'm going to beat Ballantubber. I do, and I back not more today at ten to one to win the county championship. Well, if Enda's putting money on the on 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 not more win the county title, you can be guaranteed there'll be a few more after listening to this one because we'll see if the price goes in it before the game of the weekend. Because I also backed not more at ten to one. <laughs> <laughs> so we might move on to Group Two, ref, in the senior. Belmullet topped this group with five points. Knockmore came second with four. Charlestown with three. And Ahamore had no win. Uh, Belmullet came from six points to two down at half time to win 1 9 to 1 8. Uh, Ryan O'Donoghue scored six points, four frees. Marty Boylan got the goal when they were in trouble. They were 1 8 8 down with eight minutes left. Marty's took a goal. Owen McHale, Owen O'Donoghue and Shane Allen got a point each. For Ahamore, Darren Duffy scored four points. Conor Barron got the goal. Ross Egan, Fergal Boland, James Lyon and Dan Duffy got a point each. Interesting, Fergal Boland only got a point. Very unusual for him to be. And I'm told Owen O'Donoghue done a great job on him. Yeah. See, Owen O'Donoghue's had three or four games now. Yeah. Hard games. So he's sharpening up now and he's coming into it again after sitting on the bench for so long. So it's amazing what a couple of games does for, for, for fellas that haven't been playing much. Um I didn't realise that they came back near the end. I knew I knew Ahamora winning, I was kinda of trying to follow the score, but I didn't realise it was nearly down to the last couple of kicks. Um I don't know who was a free but the goal with Marty Boylan. Um topped the group unbeaten. Jim Kelly come on when there were six points two down at half time. A fair sub to be bringing on for Ben Mullet. Uh, not ruling out the shock against Brafey. Brafey didn't oh. impress me against Gary Moore. Me, 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 me too. I think it's in Belna as well. 
Yeah. And uh, the are so used to playing in Ballina. Yeah. Like Ryan O'Donoghue and Owen O'Donoghue give give any team a fair start. Shane Allen's kickouts, they're nearly landing on the half forward line. Yeah. And they've Owen McKay and Marty Boyle and they've a lot of good footballers. Yeah, and, and gone. their manager will know Brafey inside out. Bit of spice to that one. Yeah, he'll know everything there is to know about Brafey. One thing I, I did notice is Donny got four points in play. Not yeah. going to win many matches going four points in play. They're going to have to up their scoring a little. They seem to be playing a defensive style. They don't score much anyway. Well, I suppose no. they're not more game, but the weather was so bad and stuff. Well, if you look at their points difference after three games, it's plus four. <laughs> four, four, yeah. And, the, yeah. and they didn't and they didn't lose a game and they played no. three games. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it tends tell to tell you they're trying to keep things tight. They're very tight. But I think yeah. they've got a bit of spirit to them now. Oh yeah. Which, which uh, is which yeah. which is something that I think is going to count for a lot against Brefe. I think they're going to have uh, they're going to get stuck into them and they're going to enjoy getting stuck into them. And if um, Owen O'Donoghue takes a leaf out of the Keelan Crow book and attacks Aidan O'Shea, he'll he'll cause damage. Yeah. Um, move on to the second game. Knockmore three fifteen, Charlestown two ten. I've only one word written down here. Awesome. Every single person that I have talked to in the last three days that watched this game cannot get over how good Knockmore were. Yeah. And the showed tactical smarts too we were at the match in Ahamore a couple of weeks ago where Charleston played Ahamore to, to look vulnerable under the high ball and they pulled James Ruddy out of the hat and even though James Ruddy didn't score he was heavily involved in the first two goals in the first two minutes and the game was over yeah Um, I, I, I hadn't seen James Ruddy playing this year at full forward before I don't know how you ref no, it was a no. it it was a master stroke by the man himself, Radiums. <laughs> He'd be delighted with that one now. But you know what? Someone said it to me afterwards. Um, Charleston were, were were dodgy under the high ball, and they were against the Hamor. Yeah, and they changed um, their goalkeeper to change the goalie, so they had and that a, backfired a little because the second goal went in over Kenneth's head. He came out in a ruck of players, and they all missed it. Um, right. So, so we give knock more six point head start, and you know what's coming. I deleted that kick just to get going again. I'd say, yeah. um, it'll do them no no harm um winning that game either and bring that more on another bit. But they'll have to uh, up it again. Uh, some new, Pierce Rutledge really impressed me. One one two. The goal was an absolute cracker. Peter Nyokton, five points, three frees. Aidan Orm, four points, one free. Aidan Orm's body has changed so much in a year. He's putting into work in the gym. Darren McHale got a good goal. Connor Flynn's was the one that went over his head. Adam Nyokton, two points. Kevin McLaughlin, one. And Charlie Burke. Yes. This kid can play. Yeah, yeah, he can. He can play. He took off running and fisted the ball over the bar. Very impressed with him. He's a huge addition. It's going to be good. And Adam Nocton, they have mm. lads coming. Like obviously, they have lads coming through when there's so many um, underage titles. Um, but there uh, seems to be a bit of a, um, a conveyor belt coming of, of not just good footballers, but good lads. It seems to be well... The team themselves, you know what I mean? There were, a lot of people said yeah. to me it was men against boys. Yeah, and work rate and organisation. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. The, the full the, yeah. they know what the they're full doing package yeah yeah there's no shite round and they're missing Conal Dempsey suspended for Charlestown it was a horror show Paul Towie got six pints four frees uh, Paddy Lenhan got one one. Paddy Goldrick got one one. Jack Cordy got a point, and Jack Mahan got a point. I have to say, uh, Terry Kennedy came up to us one night in Kinmavi, and he done a training session with us. And what he done in the training session, they implemented on the field, cutting at angles in the forward line, defensive patterns. It just was watch, like watching one of his training sessions in a game, which yeah. is remarkable because that takes so much time, patience, work on the training ground well, to it implement takes, that. It takes the guys as well. You, you have to have lads that are willing to do these things and take instruction and follow. Yeah. Um, like it, 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 it was just like he took out... Uh, took out uh, the booklet beforehand and showed them all the dri- all the drills and how they were to move and yeah. they followed it to a T and to get that into a team I have to pay credit to Terry but also for Ray Dempsey to bring him into the setup because a lot of men think to know it all and Raymond has shown with Alan Malloy and Terry Kennedy that you should bring in people to know more than you not less than you <laughs> yeah and uh, trust them and trust them. But uh, yeah, Knockmore went to the top of my power rankings based on that match, even though Charleston were disappointing. Maybe if Paddy Welch started full back, the two, two goals don't go in, it's a different match. Yeah. He he made an awful lot on the, uh, on the highlight reel anyway, Paddy Welch. Yeah, the few low lights. <laughs> it was him just watching the ball go over the bar, over the chest zone go. That's what it was. I meant to text him about it during the week. I said, yeah, I, I never seen as much in you know, highlights reel before. Yeah, so that's Group 2. Group 3 then. Uh, Westport put out a statement of intent. They topped the group. Castlebar and Bala finished level in points. But uh, Castlebar had the score difference on them. And... Bal had no points and they're in the relegation. Uh, Westport 316, Bal four points. Uh, Westport had 11 scorers on the day. Pat Lambert with five, four frees. Kevin Kane, four, two frees. Owen McLaughlin back with a goal. Keelan Dever a goal. Shane Scott a goal. Niall McMenamin two points. And then Paul Lambert, Connor Calvey, Cullen Moore, and Oshie McLaughlin and Killian Kilkelly all chipped in with points. Great to Kilkelly back. Yeah, for Bal then, uh, Sean Dempsey got a point, Jack Hart got a point, Connor Welsh got a point, and Paul McLaughlin got a point. Um, I will say Bal did rest two or three. I think Gary McHale was the best player. He didn't play. Barry Duffy didn't play. And Connor Dunleavy didn't play. So yeah. that's probably three of the best five players. Um, Matthew Flanagan made four or five point-blank saves, saved a penalty from Pat Lambert. And the most worrying thing is Fionn McDonough was off after 20 minutes with a red card. He got a yellow Bless. and a black. Bless. Bless. And they still put up such a score. Westport yeah. are a huge threat in this championship. I think I it's was, going to be a Westport knockmore final if they don't meet. But I was blown away in that. I was at the game. Oh, um, yeah, you can tell. I was blown away by Westport now. Um, it was relentless. It was abs- yeah. and, and it was no need to be relentless. Do you know, that's when you know a team is really yeah. 
focus because they had the seven or eight points and you could tell that this is going to be a, a bit of a tricky shoot, but they didn't lay up um, and kept penetrating for the killer pass and kept going and going for the goals. And um, I think Flanagan made, obviously made the penalty save and he made a point blank save just after that. And then they had a couple of goal chances Westport, but they took the points. Um, it could have been four or nine to no score at half time. Um, Kevin Kane at full forward. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He is. Um, if you have, if you wanted a target man for your county team, and you could carry him, and have him on your squad when you need him, I think he's the man for you. Um, it, I don't it, think it's the better. Back to our point from last year, ref. The two best players I seen this weekend were Jason Gibbons and Keelan Crow, two ex county players. And you're yeah. raving about Kevin Gain. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's that they have, maybe this is that it's the, the, it's the residue of strength and conditioning. Yeah. And it's, this, is their focus. this is their focus. This is their focus. You know? Yeah. You can't mentally prepare for an All Ireland final and then turn around straight away and mm. go into club championship. Like, um, but I was talking to Kev before the game. He was said he was feeling good. He was confident and things were going well. And did he ask uh, you how was things in RF Towers? He didn't. <laughs> he did. He didn't. He's not too worried about RF Towers. But um, yeah, it, like if we're carrying fellas like James Durkin and and James Carr and Aidan Norm, um, why can't we bring someone that's that's ready made? He can score, he can kick, he can win the mark, he can turn over a ball, he's great at organising, he's strong, he's quick feet, he's fit. He ticks an awful lot of boxes, you know, ticks an awful lot of boxes. And I think the weekend will tell if I have a fucking notion about football at all when he was up against Jerk Half. Two, I think they know each other fairly well at this stage. That'll be a gr- very intriguing battle. It's going to be a great battle. Um... Kane can mix it up, you know. He can go out in front. He can play the high ball on calf. He has the strength to deal with him. It'll be worth watching alone for just them two. So, yeah. But Westport, where Ben Doyle wasn't playing, Mark Moran wasn't playing. Um, there's still fellas to come into that team. I have them number one in my power rankings, and uh, yeah, I didn't see. I can more. I can see why. Yeah, the, the, they're, they're, they are the coming team. Yeah. They're the most skillful team in Mayo. Um, you do the, rave about the twenty-yard kick pass. Oh, watch it the next day. They're just they're constantly looking for the killer ball because a lot of defenders, you know, you're you're marking the ten yards and you're thinking right hand pass territory, and then you don't really worry. They're going for these twenty-yard stab passes, diagonal balls, and there's runners off it. There's runners everywhere, and it's, it's just mayhem. Absolute mayhem, and I can't wait to see them play Ballina. It's going to be a cracking game. But yeah, Ball, I, I actually met a couple of the Ball management team and players at Castle Bar on Sunday. Um, they didn't seem too upset about it because I think they knew there was a lot, um, there's a lot bigger things at stake the week after. So, um, yeah, yeah but Westport to me, really, really, really good. Um, I like what they're doing. We go to the Friday night game. So, Ref Castlebar 14, Bala 111. 
Um, Castle Bar, James Durkin, three points, one free. Anthony O'Boyle, three points. Ulton O'Reilly, two. Jerry McDonough, Gavin Durkin, Owen O'Reilly, Neil Douglas, Danny Kirby, and uh, Paddy Heenan, a point each. For Bala, Cuba, Callahan, six points, four free. Shiro's got a goal. Andy Moran, two. Cormac Doohan, two. And Tomas Carmody, one. Um, I thought this game, Castlebar for the first 20 minutes looked awesome. And for the rest of the game, they looked ordinary. Yeah. Um, now, saying that Anthony O'Boyle came on after 20 minutes, and I think that was the winning of the game for them, because he came on for Donald Vaughan. Donald Vaughan had been very quiet, and he came on and he scored three points. Yeah, in a, tight, in a tight game. Vaughan himself. Yeah, someone said he, he uh, had an ice pack on going out at half time, but he didn't seem to be carrying an injury going off. But uh, I heard I heard from a reliable source it was his hamstring. Okay, yeah. He had an ice pack on. Um, yeah. Castle Bar, you have Paddy Dorkin, you have James Dorkin, and you have Gavin Dorkin. Three very good players. Doug, Neil Douglas hadn't his best day, but I'd expect him to up it now. And Paddy Heenahan is a lad that could play county football in a couple of years' time. Not, not, not corner forward, though. No, wing forward. Um, wing, wing forward, forward. midfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is James Durkin wasting inside? Should we use his pace out the field? Yeah, I, I hope from a Gary Moore point of view to use his pace out the field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he scored three points the last day. He was pretty effective. Um, now saying all that, it was tit for tat in the second half. One, one, I I I've question marks over Castlebar is where they're going to get the scores. Scores, yeah. Where they're going to get the scores, you'd worry about. But they're not bad defensively. No, 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 no. And uh, Bala had the chances. Shirosa the shot twenty yards out with a minute or two to go to win it and then Cormac Doohan had a shot from 45 yards out it ballooned up and there but he got one of the best points I've seen in a long time early in the match were you on that side cra- of the I was right behind it when it oh. arrowed over the bar it was a peach it was yeah. absolutely beautiful it looked class on TV yeah it was class to be standing there watching it um, look at Ballad probably be a little disappointed Andy I suppose that's it for Andy now because he'd be in Leitrim next year. He'll hardly be able to play. Yeah, never thought of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably Andy's last game and he probably didn't want to go out in the group stages. On the balance of play, probably a fair result. Castlebar looked very, very good early on and then faded. Um, Cuba... Is brilliant at running in straight lines at pace, but he needs to bring people into the game if he's going to develop his game to play at county level, in my view. Yeah. Uh, running in straight lines into their own defenders ain't going to work. Bala, Bala, Bala had the chances in the end as well, didn't he? Yeah. Chirose had, had that shot. Yeah, Chirose had that shot. Kennelly gave Andy a few soft ones. There's two... Two he got for the bill, but Andy's cute. He knows how to play for them. Yeah, but would you not? Do you think when you're when you're when you're ref and you think he's cute? I know yeah. that fella's cute. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. It looked, no, maybe it was the angle on the telly, but one or no, two of them looked I thought two of them were soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were awful soft. Awful soft. Um, yeah, Castlebar. I wasn't, I wasn't writing home about them now after watching it. Um, I think they, 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 they're afraid to shoot a lot of them. They don't want wides marked on their list after the match, it looked to me. They had 5.45s and took them backwards. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paddy Heenan's not afraid to shoot. I'll give it to Paddy. He will have a go. Yeah. He had a couple but of wides last day, but I like that, that he's a young fella's... Maybe he's a told to go for a chance. Oh, boy, yeah. with three points. Yeah. It was a nice introduction as well. Alton Riley got two. He got one big one. Um. Yeah, look at... The, I think a lot of the older players stood up in the last few minutes too as well when the when, when balls had to be won. Jeremy McDonough was prominent. Yeah, he kicked a monster pint at one stage. Yeah, he's a good man to have around there in fairness. Um, they have a lot of experience here at Newcomb as well. Yeah. Johnny Mohan played well. Yeah, he was on Andy. So I thought he bet Andy well the first 20 minutes and then I thought Andy came into it, probably got the better of the battle, but Andy didn't destroy him. Yeah. And he just used his cuteness to win freeze and I don't think Drake was I don't think Drake was hundred percent fit, was he? He didn't look hundred percent fit, but he, he didn't battled look hard. Yeah, he yeah, battled yeah. hard. We'll move on to group four ref. Uh yeah. Gary Moore topped this group with five points, the same as Brafey, but the three points more on the points difference. So they top at Brafey second. Daniel beat Kiltain, so Kiltain go into the relegation. So the bottom team in each group didn't win a game. That has to change anyway. Uh, so the Brafey Gary Moore match. Uh, Paul McDermott chipped in with one two for Brafey. Rob Fadden got a, a third minute of injury time goal. Um, Colin Flynn got three frees. Tommy Riley got a free. Oshin Tony, Connor Byrne, and Edo got a point each for Gary Moore. Mark Tierney got three, two frees. Enda Hessian got a goal. And Devardy got a goal. Liam O'Gorkin two points. Paul Dealey, Shane Nally, Gary Golden, and David Dolan a point. All the big boys stood up just just by listening by the scores there for Gary Moore. They all chipped in with a big one. Yeah, uh, this was the Keelan Crow show though. It was really the Keelan Crow show. He he bet he had sick at centre forward. He he took him on every time ran by him, and Aiden was flailing after him. Now the tactical battle along the sideline. A couple of things on both sides. First thing, uh, Brafey brought on Conor O'Shea at half time, and Gary Moore moved Keelan off Aiden back on Conor, and Aiden took over for 15 minutes. He ran the show, and Brafey got one four without reply, and then Gary Moore moved Crow back out on him, and then Gary Moore took over again. And on the Brafey side, um, Enda Hesham went up after a couple of minutes and scored a goal and I think Brafey overreacted to put the all-star midfielder Matty Ruan who will be the all-star midfielder man marking Enda Hesham I thought he's too good a player to have holding on to Enda Hesham all night and not interested in the game surely they'd have found one of the other four, four or 13 lads outfield players to do that job and let him play football because Matty Ruan is Probably the second best midfielder in Mayo behind Jason Gibbons. Yeah. So it's just a couple of tact- little tactical things on both sides that I wouldn't have agreed with. But look, at Gary Moore were the better team. They should have won. 
I'd say Brafe probably got the rub of the green from the referee on the night. Even the amount of injury time didn't really matter because Gary Moore still topped the group. Um, I'd say both sides are happy, but uh, Brafe ended up at Belmullet, who would probably be seen as the weakest of the top seeds. Oh. Well, if if you're looking at them, I think your power rankings had you the eight last week. It did. Yes, so you must have seen them as the lowest of the top seeds. I did. And uh, I think Gary Moore. Yeah, Gary Moore getting Castlebar. Well, they didn't want knock more, so Castlebar and Ballina is probably much of a muchness. So I'd say both teams are happy enough. No injuries, no suspensions. And Trevor uh, Nally went off injured for Gary Moore. Oh. I think he'll be all right. He was a huge loss when he went off. Because um, he would have been marking Paul McDermott and end up at 1 2. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I suppose with shadow boxing. So you don't really know. Brafey didn't start Connor O'Shea and they didn't start. Who else? Colin Flynn. Conor O'Shea definitely didn't start. Don't have it here in front of yeah. me. Some reasons. Um, yeah, but um, it was all about Crow. So the Crow show. Yeah, we we'll move on to the Neil and Kiltain. The Neil three sixteen, Kiltain three nine. Shawnee Cosgrove back two five. Horrock Welsh back one one. Fair contribution from two lads that missed. Most of the first two games, three six between them. Tommy Conroy four points, two frees. Fergal Sweeney two points. Daniel Kane three, and Ron Hughes one for Kiltain. Alton Corrigan one four. Adam Carabine one four. Mikey Sweeney a goal, and Mickey Conroy a point. I think I heard on the radio that Tommy Conroy went off in the first half injured. Is that right, right? You were at it. Yeah, he went off for uh, Kiltain now, Tommy. Yeah, just a minute before. Um, minute or two before half time, and uh, I don't think he's going to make it for the for the relegation game. But um, the Neil cruised ahead in this game. They were flying it. They were kicking points for fun. Now the individual breeze, um, but they were flying it. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, they I think the Neil just kept going forward and compounding on top of of Kiltain and and and. and at, that nearly forced Kiltane into defensive mode. And and it suited Kiltane because they were able to get them on the counter and that's how they got back into it. Uh, a goal for Kiltane. I think they got two goals in the space for a few minutes from what I remember. Um, it was a shootout the first half. It was a crazy amount of points and goals scored. Now, there was a lot of mistakes as well. Um, Kiltane keeper got lobbed at one stage near the end of the first half. And there was a bad mistake from the Neil keeper as well um, in the first half, Hopkins um, Kiltain struggled, Kiltain struggled big time this game um, they got the two early goals, I said already got them back into it, they got a couple of scores in but the, the Neil came back at them and um, I think it was 3.16 to 3.9 in the end um, Pora Quelch's goal a highlight Definitely. Um, it's up on Twitter, I've seen it. Was it Paul Jennings to put it Jennings up? Jennings had it up, yeah. yeah. Michal Verley was solid back. Ron Hughes impressed me now. He's good at going forward. Fergus Sweeney, Shawnee Cosgrove, Tommy Conroy, Porrick Welch. Yeah, like all the big players that we talked about when they were injured came back and they made a massive difference. 
Um, I'd be worried for Kiltain, especially with uh, Tommy Conroy going off. Um, I just, they don't look fit. They don't look fit at the mom- moment, um, Kiltain. They, they look like a team that missed a bit of training now, but... Javits and Kiltain will be a cracking game, but I do worry for Kiltain. Um, I think they need to revert to type and stick to just... Uh, they got a few points ahead. Yeah, a bit of belting and, and sit back and, and absorb it. But they went ahead. I don't know if they go three or four ahead. They should have sat back and blocked it up and shut shop and got to half time and, and, and reassess. But uh, yeah, I think they've um, they've a massive massive game ahead of them now against Davids. I think it's you know what it's probably one of the one of the best games of the weekend would be that game because I fancy whoever loses that to go down. We'll move on to the intermediate so ref. Mm. Uh, group one, Park finished on top at six points. My Davids four, Bunny Conlon two, and Swinford have no points. So interesting. Both senior and intermediate, the bottom team never won a game in each group. That is interesting. Yeah. Um Park and Swinford. This started off like it was the top team in the group against the bottom, but in the very end, uh, Park were hanging on. Their goalkeeper, who I am really impressed with, never heard of him, never seen him before, Connor McDonald pulled off a point-blank save. His kickouts were excellent. Uh, very calm, always found his man. Is he a young lad? I think he Yeah, is, he looks young. He looks yeah. young. Um, very, very impressed. Some, someone was on to me about him already, Maybe it was you, but someone was on to me during the week about him. Okay, yeah, I really like him now as a keeper. I have to say, the best keeper I've seen in the championship this year, Rob made a mistake and Rory Barron made mistakes over the weekend. He was so solid. Um, But it was all, early on, it was all about Ronan Carlin. He was the difference between the teams. He chipped in with one, two, quick hands, quick brain. Uh, very, very impressive at full forward. Um, when Parker playing their quarter final, Ballyhonis will have to earmark Ronan Carroll. I'm sure. I'm sure Ronan Kenny and the lads will. Uh, Simon Clarity went up from centre back, scored one one. Mark Cusick got two points. Rianiri, Aaron McHale, beautiful footballer, wing back, really liked him. And Jack McLaughlin a point for Swinford. Darren Campbell was outstanding. One three got a penalty, but he was a threat all day. Liam Moran had one of his quieter days. He got three points, one three. Uh, Sean Brady and Luke McNicholas a point each. I'd say Paddy Beale be happy enough to fought well. Or uh, two seven to uh, two points down at half time. So yeah. to finish two eight to one eight. It's a good sign for Swinford that at least they fought. They fought in every game. They haven't been far yeah. away in any of the games, so I think they'll be very happy. Well, obviously you're not going to be very happy when you're in the relegation semi-final, but they'll be content enough that they're 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 going the right direction and that they're firing all cylinders. Yeah, I think they'll probably stay up. Cool. I, I think they'll have enough fight to stay up. Yeah. Um. The next game then was My Davids and Bunny Conlon. This was a classic 3-9 to My Davids, which is 18-1-14 to Bunny. 
Um, for my Davids, uh, Brian Heenahan again with 1-5. Liam Byrne chipped in with 2-1. And uh, Kia McHale got three points. For Bunny Conlon, Ronan Neary 1-8. Sean Neary, Sean Neary and Wesley Loftus. Niall Grevy, Killian Upton, Conor Igo, and Daniel, Dermot Ruan got a point each. Um, this game had everything from what I heard. There was black cards, there was drama, and my Davids went into a big lead early on, and Bun- Bunny fought back and fought back, but just couldn't get there. So my Davids going out to play Mayo Gales next weekend. And Bunny's year ends. Um, I don't know. Had you heard anything about this match, Ref? Not much at all. No. Not much at all, to be honest with you. Bar what came up on Twitter and what people were talking about online. Um, Bunny were close, but that group was always going to be tight. Um, Bunny will be... They won't be happy, but they'll be content, I think, to get in third place and... You know, they could have contested the quarterfinal, but they'll be happy just to stay in it and not have to worry about the relegations and what comes with it. So they'll be... My Davids are probably... You know, they're not really... Many people's pick for the intermediate is not many really talking about them. So they're my willing... Dav- quite... Yeah, my Davids' problem, Ref, is to have too many injuries, isn't it? Yeah. To big players. Brian Reap's missing and Anthony Jordan's missing. Like, they're two big players for them. Yeah, so they have young fellas coming through as well. Um, there's yeah, a lot of people talking they have a about them. very good minor team, I think. They have, and they've had a good few um, underage teams in the last while. So they have young fellas coming through. They won't be too um, stuck for players in a couple of years. And if they do get the fellas back, it, 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 it'll come together. But um, the problem with intermediate is if you don't go straight back up, it can get very hard, you know. If you don't bounce back in the first year, it's 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 you know you see an awful lot of teams that kind of just go back down to the level of what everyone else is at an intermediate. Not that it's a bad level, but it can get very hard to get out of. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, group two, so ref, we move on to it. Mayo Gales top of with six points. Holly Cara four, Borshul two, and Laherdon zero. Um, Mayo Gales for my team before the championship. Um, going well. The weekend, Roland Commons chipped in with 1-2. Ethan Henry 1-1. Adam Gallagher and Phelan Prendergast to goal each. John Gallagher and Jerry Canavan, 3 each. Danny Burke, James Jennings, 2 each. And Alan Morris and Brian Moran, 1 each. So they started about 7 of their team and left off 7 of the regulars. Uh, or left off eight of the regulars. Laherdon, uh, Adrian Leonard, one six four three, Shane Finnerty one two, Shane Loftus two and Cormac Riley two and Dara Welsh one. Um Laherdon left off a few I see Gary Nocton come on at half time. He'd be normally midfield for them and he made a big difference when he came on. Um the Gales were three ten to one five up so they took the foot off to pedal a little bit. Uh they are live contenders to win this intermediate championship. And Laherdon are in that dreaded relegation battle. Uh, John Stagg over Laherdon. 
and he'd be worried because anytime you're down there, there's always the danger of what happened to Island 80 last year. Yeah, you can get caught badly. It's a, it's a killer. Um, it's a good score to put up now. Um, I, I don't really hear much about this game at all. What was the score at halftime, Andy? I don't know. Did I read some of those? A funny score nearly halftime. They were, uh, they were way ahead, I know. Yeah. Um, three ten to one five ahead of one stage, I know. All right. Um. Yeah, games are looking good. Looking very good. Um. The fact that they qualified too and they just had to go to play Lahard on and tip away at that, I think they've they're going into the quarterfinals now in a great spot. Rested a couple of players and and um. Yeah, they're going to challenge a lot of people. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um. Who did they get in the quarterfinal park? No, Ballyhonas and Park, Bally, isn't it? Ballyhonas and Park. It is Ballyhonas and Park, because I met Frank McLaughlin in Janola's Sunday evening and I was talking to him about Park. Um, I have them here in front of me. It is Mayo Gales and Moy Davids and Bacon. We'll probably be at that game, Inda. Yeah, more than likely. That's uh, going to be some day of uh, entertainment. Another busy weekend ahead. Yeah. Uh, the next match, your own club ref, mm. Alimount 13, Borishul 1-9. Uh, I heard a good few reports in this match, but we'll, I'll talk to you in a second about it. Alimount 13 points, Darren Cohen 7, so he gets 50%. Connor Heenahan, Connor Kane and Dylan Morris 2 each. Jason Doherty 1-2 for Borishul. Adrian Mack 4, Fintan McMenamin 2 and Patrick Cannon 1. I'm told that Borussia were very unlucky here, that they could have got two penalties. Really? I didn't hear anything about this game now, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I wasn't talking to anyone, Bear. I heard that Doherty was back. Um, and they got a goal and a point before half-time. Set them up lovely, and then it was just uh, Hollymount chasing them for the rest of the half. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard there was a ball lifted off the small square. And referee Kevin Corcoran gave a free and not a penalty after discussing it with his linesman. Now, this is second-hand. I wasn't at the match, so that may be incorrect, but uh, I think a foul in the small square is a penalty. Yeah, but when things are tight like that... It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to give it in the last minute of a match too, isn't it? Gary, Gary Owen foul, uh, pulled a free for pulling inside the box, but he gave a free on the edge of the box. Okay. You know, it's it's yeah. keep it's keeping the team that got fouled happy um and not not screwing the other team. You can see that often. You see that often happens. Yeah. Hollymount again, the need their forwards to chip in with more scores. They're too dependent on Darren getting fifty percent of the scores every day. Um, yeah, they got through it. They got through. Uh, Holly are contenders to have Stephen and Darren to have a lot of good players. Dylan Morris, Connor Heenan, Connor Kane, Nathan Moore. They're in a semi final last year. Yeah, they lost the semi final last year to Kilchamad, didn't they? Yeah. So they're one of the teams you'd expect to be contending to win the intermediate championship. Yeah, yeah. That's coming come out of the same group as Mayo Gales. That's probably why now. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting quarter final. But, um, 
Group 3 ref. Uh, Lewisburg top it. Um, can Maine come through in second? Kilchamaw miss out and Ardnery go into relegation. Uh, Lewisburg still the form team. Uh, James Gibbons chipped in with 3-1. Pushing Lally three points. Park O'Malley Michael Gibbons two each. Podrick Prentigas, Alan Moore and Alfie Morrison a point each. For Kilchamaw, Killian Finn five points. Connor Malley and Paul Kelly a goal each. Thomas Keegan, two points. Jimmy McNicholas, Brian Gallagher, Aidan Cosgrove, Ronan Malee, Owen Carroll and Dylan Roach, a point each. Kilchamaw were missing a few, three or four beforehand and picked up a couple of injuries. We said it last week, they'll always perform when you don't expect and they performed. Yeah, pushed Lewisburg hard from what I yeah, heard. Yeah, very much so. Um, great personal tally for James Gibbons, 3-1. Usual <laughs> scoreline. Yeah, hat trick. Hat trick. Um, Lewisburg just keep winning matches, don't they? They're on a nice run now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. They're on a nice run. Things are going well for them. Um, they've got over the last injuries. They've got Gibbons back. I know they won't get Prendergast back, but they've settled on that. They've put Ushin Lally in, in full forward, and by all accounts, he's the talk of the county. At the moment, the way he's playing, I'm sure we'll try and get an eye on him now soon enough. But sure, momentum is a massive thing now. It's a couple of weeks till the county the county final is um is played. Um, it's two games and they're in a county final for them. So keep the momentum going. They're keeping the scores ticking over and um they're concentrating their own on their own side of things. I think Lewisburg will be a uh, they're going to have a big say in who's going to win this uh, intermediate title. The other game in that group was Kilmaine and Ardnery, and Kilmaine came out on top in this one. What's doing there? And the scoreline written down. Kilmaine four ten, Ardnery two twelve. Yeah, Adam Barrett, I'm told, was one of the star turns in this one. I think he scored two two. Oshin Mullen and Jar ja Mullen, the brothers, got one two each. Moss Fahey, Michael Hessian, Colin Murphy and Kyle Munro a point each for Ardnery. John Timlin won six. John Egan four points. Noel Beatty a goal. Jonathan Doherty and Peter Timlin a point each. Uh, Adam Barrett, lovely striker for football. Beautiful free taker. <laughs> he's probably um, he's up there one of the best in Mayo. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a strike of a ball lovely. Um Oshie Mullins' goal is up on social media. He ran from the 45-yard line, looked like he'd lost control, and at the last minute drew on it and stuck it in the bottom corner of the net. And Brother Ja got a goal as well. We talked day. about we talked about Kilmain being outsiders. Now they're in the quarterfinal. Kilchamar yeah. gone. They got out of the tough group. Like that group was a group of death. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get and out of that alone yeah. is, a, is, a, is, a, is an achievement. It's a fair achievement for Kilmaine coming up out of uh, junior last year. Um, and nobody will want to play them. No, no, well, the hell. Um, they were threatening to come out like they were too good for junior there for the last year or two. It's just a matter of getting over the line. And now that they got that monkey off their back and they have still have the momentum from Last year, I'm sure I, I think they're going to be a serious threat in this championship as well. The two teams that came out are going to be Lewisburg and Kilmaine. Um, 
they're 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 just they're just a good team, you know. They're just a good solid outfit. Um, couple of big players, couple of superstars. That's all you need, you know. You just need to keep momentum now going into the quarter final. I don't have the quarter final parents and intermediate in front of me. We'll talk about that next night anyway, Riff. Yeah. Um, we're going to group four. Cross Maline topped it with three wins. Ballyhonest came second. Uh, Castle Bar, B, Tord, and Ballon Robe go into the relegation. Again, here, it was a hard group to call. Beforehand, we thought this was the group of death, but Ballon Robe didn't really perform in the championship. No. Um, and they came down to three teams rather than the four. Yeah, Ballon Robe an awful disappointment, but the injury is the killer. Yeah. You know, injuries, injuries, injuries. And, and that can hit any team in any year, so it's yeah. probably not fair to. And they were threatening, they were they were promising. Um, Ballon Robe last year when they lost the semi final, where you would have said they would have been probably one of the favourites for intermediate if they had a full deck of players. Yeah. Um, but they never got going this year at all. And now they're playing Swinford, and I tell you, Swinford yeah. won't be. Swinford no, won't, won't be afraid of them. No. Uh, for Cross Malina, Connor Loft, scored 1-4, 3-3. Jermaine Welsh, four points, two frees. Cahill Carroll and Jordan Flynn, Mikey Loftus, Darren Cadden, Ger Harron and Connor Cadden, a point each. So good spread of scorers. For Ballon Row, Joe Burke got three. Seamus Langan and Evan Bryan, two each. Kevin Quinn, Dave McDonald and Adam Flannery, one each. I noticed here that Jordan Flynn got two yellows. He was sent off. I think that's the second time in the championship Jordan has been sent off. Um... Cross Malina will be happy, top the group, into the quarter final after being relegated in the league. Um, delighted to get out of that group. And again, they're on a, they're on a high. They're on a high after being relegated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing if you have your team. What yeah. can happen? Uh, I'm delighted to see Cross Malina in the quarter finals. I think my feelings are well known about what happened to them in the league. Um, <laughs> disappointing for Ballon Robe, definitely. Not the way I'm sure they envisaged the year going. Yeah. No, did yeah. you hear anything about that match, Ref? No. The Finn and Duffy didn't start, that's all I heard. He didn't knock. He'd be, he'd be a huge loss, wouldn't he? I'd say he's... I'd say it was just a precaution. They were through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I look at He's in good nick. He's going well this year. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good for Cross Marina. They're back into it again now. And, the, you know, things are going... Seem to be going all right for them. Three out of three. Momentum is with them. Yeah, the, the rust has gone off, you and we move on to <laughs> Belly Hollis and Castle Bar. We both went to this one, Ref. We did. Uh, we had a great yeah. old time. We had mighty time. We met a lot of people. With a lot of big names, including yeah. our sponsor, Tommy Grogan. Our sponsor, Tommy. Fair play to you, Tommy. You're yeah. delighted that uh, Belly Hollis got to win. It, it was tighter than I thought. I thought Belly Hollis would win easier going to the match. To one by a point, 12 points to 1 8. Um, Jason Coyne was the star man up front, seven points and four of them from play. It was fair going. Uh, Patrick Caulfield got a point. 
Uh, Morgan Lyons got a point. Kevin Gallagher got a point. For Castlebar, um, Mark Cunningham got a goal. Philip Brody got a point. David Stenson got two. Brian Welsh got one. Uh, Waldron got a point. Um, I was very, 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 very <laughs> taken with one player on the field. Yeah. I was getting excited. You were beside me, ref. Eaton Gibbons got three points as well. Sorry. Young Bob Toohey from Castlebar. Yeah. I don't think Jeez, he, was he has He has a turn of foot. He won't be playing with the uh, intermediates next year, I'd say. No. He'd be... I won't be surprised to see him playing with the seniors this weekend if his schoolwork and his parents or whatever allows because he has a turn of pace. There was one time Jason Coyne was running through and he came from nowhere to close down the gap in seconds. Yeah. Um, Jason Coyne was man of the match, by the way, but Bob Toohey really impressed me. Yeah. Um, I didn't take my foot off Ballyhonas the whole way through. I thought they were the better team. I said it in the first five minutes, I think. Yeah. Honest, going to win this game. Um, there was just too many moving parts in Mitchells that could weren't going to work at times, I think. You know, there was just some... Some of their play was a bit too cautious, you know. A lot of side to side, a lot of back and back and over. Um, if you've got someone like Cunningham inside, you pump it, pump it into and Ruddy. And Ruddy, you pump them, you know. And and if they're not winning their ball, you take them off and throw someone else in. Um, Ruddy, Ruddy the dancer. Is Ruddy a dancer? No, the fellow from Castlebar was beside us. He let her roar. Oh. <laughs> Some old fella from Castlebar. Quit your yes. uh, quit your fucking quit, dancing. dancing. <laughs> and kick it over the bar. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was probably the highlight. Yeah, the highlight yeah. uh, was uh, some uh, some very very aggressive Castlebar fans beside us that were uh, were letting them letting it know. But but classic um, classic old fellas watching football. Let it in. Let it in. Um, the the back and over didn't suit their their, their thing. Probably maybe influenced their. It didn't suit Liam Devaney either. Jeez, I don't know how many times he blew for over carrying. Oh. I was so frustrated. Yeah, there was a couple but, of really really bad calls that in that game. That I I lost the plot at one stage. I think I let a roar out at one stage. I got a few funny looks from the the women in front of us. They weren't too impressed with my choice of language, but. Uh, um, I was shouting on both sides. Now I didn't really, you know, I, I, I know, I know Kevin Fyle and I know Ronan. So either way, it was um, you were going to win. Yeah, well, not I was going to win, but I was going to uh, be happy for someone going off the pitch anyway. But um, yeah, there's a, it was it was it was a lively game for a Sunday morning at twelve o'clock in Ballin Joint. There was yeah. a good crowd at it. Everyone was good old form, and uh, it, it it went it went all it went the distance. And it's always a pleasure to watch Keith Higgins playing football, isn't it? It is, and I highly advise you if you're at a if you've a game nearby and Keith Higgins is playing, go in and look at it. And the same with Cullen Boyle, because you're not going to see them forever, and they're um, they're absolute joys to watch. Yeah, um, on that game, I thought Joe Sutton done well when he came on for Belly as He steadied things up for them. Um. Wasn't a lot between teams. I kept saying to you, I can't call it, I can't call it, and I couldn't call it. It ended up a one-point game. It um, was, but Ballyhonas were, 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 were more in control, I thought. They were the better overall team. 
Yeah, probably, but not a lot between them. Brian Welsh looked lively. Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, one point game, Bally Harness were in the relegation last year in the quarter final this year, so they'll be delighted. Castlebar will be disappointed. That's the way. Small margins, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that, we talked about this beginning of the year about the intermediate championship. There's going to be a lot of disappointed teams, but um, they are where they are. You are where you are, and that's not it. Yeah. Um, junior then, uh, Kilmina, top their group, uh, the group one. The the bet the second place team are the one fourteen to eight points in Newport. Um. Starman here, Dara Keevney, eight points, three frees, so five from play for Dara. Neely Ryan got a point. Jack Carney back. Yeah. With a point. Sean Ryder, a goal. They're getting the team back together. Uh, John Ryan from fullback went up and got a point. For Arda, Stephen Rochford got a free. Um, who else chipped in for them? James Carr only got a point which is unusual for them. Um, but so, these, like, he's going to get murdered, James Kerr, when he's playing at this level. They're yeah. going to be swamping him, like, they're the one person that's not going to get an inch on the pitch. Yeah, I suppose. Every, 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 every team is going to target him. Kevin Warren ah. chipped in with five yeah. points for Arda, and then the Flanagan, I think, got a point as well. Um, Look at Kilmina. I'm saying it all year. I think they're the best team in the Junior Championship and they'll win it. But they have to go and win it now. Yeah. Uh, Ard have qualified. Tourmac finished third. Did a huge win over Kilfion. I've been very impressed with Tourmac all year. Unfortunately, I have to play them this weekend uh, <laughs> in Tourmac. But, yeah, uh, I think they were happy themselves. I was chatting to a yeah. few of them Sunday evening. Yeah. They had nine. I think they had nine under 19s on the field at one stage. Um. So they're going in the right direction. They'll they'll want they'll want to they probably wanted to put that uh, junior B final to bed. It was a big motivation for them. Yeah. I think uh, one fella there was a there was a bit of grief. I heard there was a bit of, a bit of aggro on the pitch at one stage with Tom Stanson and one of the Kilfine fellas, and uh, Tom pointed at the scoreboard when he was giving them lip, and the Kilfine man shouted back. Yeah, but what about Castle Bear, though? <laughs> <laughs> so they'll have that one up their sleeve for a while in Kilfine. Yeah, and uh, we move on then to the second group, the most exciting group in the county last weekend. Kilcommon topped that. They didn't play a game. Akil finished second in the group without winning a game. Kilmavie finished third, and Lacken finished fourth. And there was no game played in that section last weekend. At group all. three... Uh, Shrule finished top. Uh, Ballycastle finished second. Um, Eastern Gales finished third. And uh, Mygauna finished fourth. I was at the Shrule-Eastern Gales game for a while. Uh, great game of football. Eastern Gales were seven points up. They don't even put the, the junior tables in the Mayo News. Nobody cares, about, nobody cares about junior. Do you not know that? They do. They do. <laughs> Apart from us. 
No, like yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't kill them to put the tables in at least. Uh, it must be space. Ah, what, what space? Some the shite to put in it. <laughs> stop space. Stop, stop, stop. Um. No, that, that was the way it finished. Shrewd, Ballycastle, Eastern Gales, and my Garner. Um. Shrewd just took over in the second half in the middle of the field. They were too physically powerful around the middle for Eastern Gales. Eastern Gales caught them on the break for a penalty to put them seven ahead. It looked like they'd hold on, and eventually they got caught in injury time um, to lose by a point. I thought uh, probably a little bit unlucky to get done. Um, For Shrewl, Ronan Welch appeared in the second half. what age is Ronan? I don't know. I don't insult him, but I'd say he's closer to forty than he is to thirty. That would that would be very fair. Yeah, he's around since I can remember. Anyway, uh, Roundy was situated on the edge of the square. Um, Another man that's been that, that's been around a while. Evan Cawley seemed to be playing deep the last day, and what they call their good forward. His name is gone out of my head. The tall fella ref. Kick some beautiful points. Uh, I know the book you're on about. They call yeah. nickname Rooker, is it? Is yeah, that his nickname? It'll come to me now. In a Ronan minute. Ward is back as well. I've seen him yeah. playing corner forward. For, for, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, I didn't see much or hear much about that game. Bar um, Gales Caft. Yeah, j- just physically around the middle of the field, Shrewl took over. Huge yeah. crowd in Gary Moore. What the, the stand was full. Yeah, two junior um, clubs. Didn't the, the attendance did, was huge. Didn't uh, realize Eastern Gale is so close to Gary Moore. Yeah, it wouldn't be that far away. And of course, no. I suppose the locals were interested because the two Gary Moore lads were involved with Eastern Gales as well. Perfect place to have the game. So yeah. And uh, the other game in that group, then Ballycastle overcame my Gauna. So Ballycastle will be delighted uh, to qualify for a quarter final. Uh, great achievement for Ballycastle because they were playing in Division 5. I know they got promoted. And then uh, the final group then, there was only one match. So Kilala had already qualified. So it was just to see who would finish top of the group. And that game was between Island Lady and Ballycry. And Ballycry put up a very creditable performance in Island Lady. It was 2-10 to 2-5 to Island Lady. They were close in both their games. I think they'll be. Yeah. Um, I think they'll make a they'll make a mark in this B Championship and Eastern Gales. Eastern Gales, Ballacroy, They're going to be. Look yeah. at when it's split like that. It doesn't look like a bad competition either, does it? Because it's level enough. If yeah. if they give a shot, I yeah. don't know. It's two I, teams. I, yeah. I don't think teams. Just I don't know. I don't know. Some teams, I, yeah, some some teams might. might. Yeah. 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 I uh, don't know. I don't know how some yeah. of them are. Uh, and I think I do know who's playing other now. But after watching the draw, I was in a state of confusion for hours afterwards. Fixtures changed. Pieces of paper were flying around. I don't know what went on. But anyway, for Aidan Eady, uh, Brian O'Flaherty. Did want to invest in um, a Bluetooth microphone. They're not expensive. Yeah, it looked like it was recorded off a mobile phone to me. It was, it was recorded off a mobile phone because you could hear the, you could hear the vibrations. Yeah. So, whoever, whoever's phone was getting text messages. Yeah. 
Um, just for Ireland, Eddie, Brian O'Flaherty, I was reading in the Mayo News, uh, he was the Mayo minor keeper last year, played a full forward and was excellent, scored a goal. Um, my old buddy didn't score, Shamey. What, what happened to Shamey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who else then? Brian Gibbons got two points. Uh, for Ballycry, Michael Conway got one too. He's a good player. Seen him this year against us. Um, Ballycry are improving. Yeah. That's what I take from that. That's a very good result in Ireland, Eddie. They think are a good side. They're, they're definitely on the up. They've got some yeah. lovely footballers and this amalgamation errors same Pats. I think it's suiting Ballacroy as well because these young lads are playing in a good old standard and there's um they're getting plenty out of it. So they'll be um they just need to hold it in there now and and, and keep tipping away for another while. But they'll be in um they've got some lovely footballers coming through and uh, good to see. Great to see some smaller clubs kick on. Kick on I think we're missing three or four players too the weekend. I read an interview with their manager Sean Conway in the Mail News. So very creditable performance. Are you getting um are you getting heartburn? No. You were telling me the way you ate that sandwich beforehand that you were going you're definitely going to get heartburn and for the middle I'm of the podcast. Okay now. Come we on seem to it. be on this a very long time, Ref. How long have you up on the clock there? Five o'clock. One hour and forty minutes, yeah. Yeah. I knew it felt like a long one. It is. It's 11 o'clock. Yeah. We didn't mention the podcast is sponsored by Grogan Concrete either at the beginning. Apologies. Um, we got straight into the, into the yeah, juicy if, stuff. If you want any top dressing sand for any club, give Tommy a ring and he'll look after you. Fair play to him. He looks after us very well. A man with a great interest in club football. Yeah. Um. That was a long podcast. Yeah. I think that's a record, is it? Yeah, so we'll stop talking yeah. <laughs> and end it. <laughs> is there anything we need to talk about before we end? Every fucking time there's something I forget to talk about. Our top five fl- club grounds. We we, never we'll do them the next it. night. Cause we, we will. We will do them the next night because yeah. this one's gone too long. Yeah. I promise <laughs> people we'll do the fi- five grounds the yeah. next night. Will you ring there'll be, me? There'll, there'll, be, no me rant. there'll be no rant the next night. It's over and done with now. Yeah, ring me tomorrow evening when you're... Um, when you're on the road and I will yeah. go through it. That's perfect. All right. Thanks to the 4,000 people that listened to us last week. We appreciate every one of the listens. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we do. A lot. Fairness, so thanks. It really means a lot. I don't want to sound like a lick arse, but thanks. Um, right, Enda. Over and out, Ref. <laughs>